0: Welcome back to the Nethercast, I'm and I am joined, as always, by Razor. Uh, we're missing Chad, but I'm assuming he'll show up, and we have a guest from the Warrior Shrine, Temp. <laughs> hey. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good. Uh, so, this is episode 72. 72. We got a long way to 100. Just kidding. It's 97. And we only have three more to 100. We got two more before the actual reveal event, and then when the night of the reveal event, that is when we hope to do episode 100, live and in person from the hotel. Don't even know who else is going to be on the show, because potentially we might have a bunch of people, it depends who gets to go to the event, or whatever we end up doing. I don't know, we haven't really figured it out, but it's something to celebrate, so we'll have a lot of fun with that. As for this episode, we've been talking a lot about Mortal Kombat 11, and with... A couple weeks of probably silence before we get there to the big unveiling. I figured, you know what? We've been playing Mortal Kombat X recently, so why not re-review the game? I had actually gone back and listened to our review, which spanned over, I think, three episodes. Episodes 26, 27, and 28. And we kind of broke it down between story, gameplay, as well as crypt, and the game overall. So, I have what we scored it originally, and, uh, yeah, we'll kind of rescore it, re-talk about the pros and cons of the game, things we hope they improve for Mortal Kombat 11, things we really liked in MKX that we wouldn't mind coming back, and just overall how we feel about it four years after the fact. Four and a half, I guess. So, Temp, you want to kick us off with your thoughts on MKX? And you can cover everything. I mean, so, I mean, there's story, there's the modes, there's the gameplay, the roster, anything and everything, the visuals. There's a lot to kind of dive into there.
1: I mean, kind of like everything in life, I divide everything into kind of positives and negatives. Um, I guess I'll start out positive. Um, I think MKX is my favorite game to lab. For nether own games, at least. At least for nether on games. Just going to train mode and learning combos and learning like run cancels after landed down fours, that, that shit is really fun to me. Um, as a matter of fact, we played a set about two hours ago and pretty much I've just been doing Cyrax combos since then. I never even left my chair. I called <laughs> my brother, hung up, and I just did air bomb combos and that, that was my night. Uh, so yeah, that, that's awesome. The game is very, the execution ceiling is just super satisfying. Speaking Uh, of super
0: satisfying, this would be a great chance to plug the Discord. So if you want to join our Discord, it's super satisfying. Yeah, super satisfying. It's in the description of all of our videos and the podcast. So it's free to join. I'm not. If you're not familiar with Discord, it's basically, it's kind of like a forum and a chat room mixed to one more more chat room than forum. But uh, you can come join. We got several different topics that we cover. In um, different chats, as well as voice chats where you can get together and talk to other people on the Discord, and you can hear us live and ask questions, or even come on the show when we bring on guests, so join the Discord, we have constant conversation about MK, as well as everything else, so come join the Discord, completely free, you can either do it in your browser, or you can download the program on your desktop or your phone, so come join our Discord, we'd love to have you, and uh, yeah, super satisfying super satisfying super satisfying it is very satisfying
2: it is fairly
1: <laughs> satisfying
0: we got a nice community on here but uh that said continue on cyrax bombs fun the most fun Nether realm studios game for you to lab is what you said
1: super satisfying, super satisfying. i really <laughs> enjoy the uh, the execution <laughs> ceiling in this game so um that's cool i think my second favorite thing about the game, used to be my first, is, uh, I mean, I, this is probably one of the most controversial parts of the game, uh, but I still think variations are the fucking bomb. I love that I get to learn three sub-zeros, and I'm not over that. I'm still learning new stuff with sub Um, I think that is great, because if your character sucks, you have two more chances to find something good. Um, and I don't think anyone saw it like that. I think everyone was like, oh, there's only one good variation. And I'm like, okay, well, there's only one shitty sub-zero in MK9, so you gotta pick your poison, bitch. That's how I feel about variation. You know, it wasn't like we had two more chances with Striker in MK9. You know how many versions of Striker suck in MK9? All of them, because there's only one. Um, so I, I just think people have the wrong attitude about this. Variations are so tight, and there's so many good ideas that I just don't think would have been possible otherwise. Or
2: maybe, or maybe if MK9 had had more patches, there's only one Striker to fix.
1: Hey, you're, you're preaching to the choir, brother. I said <laughs> Mortal Kombat Nine needed one more patch, so bad. I think if you balance the top six, that would be like the best Nether game of all time, like bar none. So yeah, no, I I, I do wish MK Nine got that one more patch. But um, even if the game's not balanced, like just if I get bored of Sub Zero, I can play a different Sub Zero. Um, so and that's kind of why i hate tribe war because i feel like it goes so against the concept of variations uh but yeah so I, that's another thing I, I love about mkx um ah uh, i i yeah no
0: one said anything. I myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just yeah canceled yourself <laughs> he, he does have
1: super satisfied super
0: yeah, <laughs> in the middle of a combo. <laughs>
1: so yeah um i i made sub-zero which i never thought would ever happen i i never thought i would ever get to main sub-zero again which i have not done since deadly alliance Uh, and even then i wasn't competitive back then so that was just the craziest shit to me i think cryomancer with all his problems i had a lot of fun with that character
0: what in the hell are you clicking
1: my mouse why because it's super satisfying. I just <laughs> no,
3: really... <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> yes, okay, but uh, and the tea party still sick. I still think the tea party is the best thing of any NetherRealm story. Even if I don't like the story mode. Tea party, part yeah. Was...
0: No, the, the tea party in story mode was pretty cool. So huh. I went back, since we've been recently playing a lot of MKX, I went back and watched through the entire story mode on YouTube which is the best way to experience the story mode. And then uh, I went and watched all the arcade endings and kind of messed around in the crypt just because I needed to get some costumes for the characters I was learning. Um, And that was probably the most time I spent in the crypt because I didn't ever actually go through and get all the items that you have to get and all that kind of nonsense. I just never really bothered. But um, I agree with what you're saying so far in the sense that variations are really cool. Um, I've been on record saying that I I wouldn't mind just two variations, but we potentially are getting some sort of custom variation in MK11, so it's probably not even worth discussing at this point. Um, But yeah, I I liked how MKX handled the variations for the most part. Um, I I, I do like how they implemented them, and I do like them in theory. Um, They are not without flaw, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But um, as far as labbing characters, I agree with you. Um, So I've, I've played katana for most of the my career in mkx so to speak and at one point i learned kenshi before i stopped playing years ago i learned kenshi um to a decent degree i would maybe say like 70 percent learned that character at least the balanced variation Um, and then since picking it back up obviously katana my what i learned with katana was still there so that was fun do not remember how to play Kenshi, so haven't really bothered going back and learning that. I did go and... Because I wanted to learn another character since, you know... I, I agree with you. Something you said on the Shrine recently. It might have been on the last episode. I listened to um, part of it, and you had said... What you do like about learning characters in MKX is it still makes you a better fighting game player. And I do agree with that sentiment that learning more than just one character... It may, even if you don't care that it's going, like say we only have three months left with MKX, which is pretty much realistic right now. uh, You can still put that effort into learning that character and maybe you're not going to stick with them for that long, but it still allows you to learn more styles and adapt and grow as a fighting game player. So that way, when you play MK11, it may not be such a challenge to learn specific characters. You're expanding what type of, just your overall skill set, I guess. Um, I learned Justice 2. I learned, beyond Ivy, I learned Scarecrow and Atrocitus. And these were characters that played very different than Ivy. So, I think that helped me learn. So, in MKX, as I was saying, I've learned Devorah. I learned the Venomous variation, which has been a lot of fun. So I And she was my pick for when we did our random picks for characters we were supposed to learn for the game. Uh, Devor was mine, and so I- I'm glad to finally learn her. I mean, I touched her when it first came out, and I think I did, uh, Swarm Queen or whatever that is, where you did a little bug tornado-y thing. I remember having fun with that on, like, the night the game came out. But other than that, I haven't really touched her. And Venomous Devora, I've learned. She's fun. I started to learn Liu Kang earlier today. I don't know if I'll keep learning him. I was learning the dragon... whatever... Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Fire, Dragon Fire. So I started learning that one because it plays a lot like the MK9 Lukang, Kang, which I like. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you in ter- in terms of labbing and learning characters. They are a lot of fun. Um, so I, I look to, I look forward to keep doing that, leading into MK11 to in MKX's dying days. Learning some new characters to play is a lot of fun because it, it kind of it it almost creates an all new game. When you learn a new character, and I know you've said that before, Temp, that
1: oh, yes. yeah.
0: learning like playing the same character for me, honestly, I can keep playing the same character and still have a lot of fun. Um If if the character's really fun, like Katana is for MKX and Ivy was in Injustice 2, but there is a thrill of learning a new character because then you you have a completely new skill set, new tools, and an all new experience. So I do like that. I mean, I just like seeing more characters represented in the group that's playing. So um, uh, just uh, just kind of piggybacking off of what you said there, but carry on.
1: Well, I think especially in MKX, you have to learn multiple characters because being a 50-50 game, at least I, I think near the end of our run, basically before we put the game down for, for the long while, I got so tired of alternating between Sub-Zero's back 3-3 and back to just doing that it was like hypnotizing how often i was doing that shit i just got so tired of the game um and as we're gonna to get to soon there's still a lot of things i really don't like about the game but it's so 50 50 based i feel like if you don't play multiple characters like the game just dilutes into these two main options you're just building everything around these two options and now you're gonna land them and it just it got so monotonous so i feel like to to, for your sanity you have to learn multiple characters in mkx you just you absolutely have to um but yeah that covers all my positives i don't really have anything else good to say about the game (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
0: (laughs) all right (laughs) oh boy uh (laughs) it was like two positives Oh, boy. Well, no, I made a do, list you, do you want to specify
2: four. negatives or do
0: you just want to go all of it, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> the rest
1: i can see my hands like doing the four <laughs> so
0: well before we get to the negative then i'll I'll, yeah. I'll pick up the ball or the baton or whatever and i will list off some more positives before we start diving into the negatives because yes there's a fair amount of negative there but I, I still think the game does deserve some mentioning of some other positives and the next positive I would mention, other than some of the gameplay and the matchups and whatnot and learning multiple characters and labbing, um, another positive that jumps to my mind is the story mode presentation and not the chapter system. That is definitely a negative, and we'll get to that. But the this was a nice—I mean, they've been kind of doing better and better story modes in terms of the way they're, they look and the way they're presented um, since— You know, MK9, then, or I guess even MK versus DC, then MK9, then MK, or Injustice, MKX, so on and so forth. Then Injustice 2 is actually really good in that, in that, the way they made everything look. So I will give them credit that MKX's story mode, which I, like I said, I recently watched just a couple nights ago, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story mode a decent amount. I enjoyed watching the story. I enjoyed it more than I thought I did. Like, what I remember about it was more negative than what I actually felt when I rewatched it. So, I, I did enjoy watching that. Um, <clears throat> let me think. Uh, team Battle's still fun. I know I've complained about Team Battle. Oh, I haven't really complained about Team Battle. I Let me reiterate. I've complained about the matchmaking system of Team Battle and never being able to fill up a full team... Well, luckily, now that we have a Discord community filled with people that are wanting to play and it's only going to go crazier once we get to MK11 when we'll have, you know, 20, 30 people at one given time that are up for playing games. um, I think if they implemented Team Battle just as it is in MKX and put it into MK11, I would be fine with that. If, say, there's no tag... And they just put it exactly as it is. I'm okay with that, even without matchmaking, because now we actually have enough people in our community that we can fill up these these lobbies for a team battle or a king of the hill, uh, which we did. So yesterday or the day before that, I can't remember. It was just recently. Temp and I, uh, Jaded Rain, Battlesticks, and some others from the community, Kolbs and Blight. Anyways, we all got into a we got into a three-on-three team battle, round robin style, and that was a lot of fun. So we mixed up teams to kind of try and find the best balance between the teams, the three versus three. And I and I still like how it's done. I like that the round robin allows you to face everybody else on the team, one by one. And then if you finish before the other matches, you can see the life bars depleting, so you can kind of get an idea of how your allies are doing. Um, And you can warn people. So, if you were all in a voice chat, you could be like, watch out. They, you know, this person loves to block high, but they never block low. You can kind of give your teammates a heads up on how to best face them based on your experience or what characters they're playing, so on and so forth. So, I'd be okay with a team battle mechanic like that. I think that would be really cool, if anything, or I mean, I guess at bare minimum, I hope we get something like that back. Um, Because that was a lot of fun. So um beyond that positives positives brutalities brutalities were a great great addition to the game uh we've we've talked about that in the past as well so it's worth reiterating how awesome brutalities are to me they are the new fatalities which is funny because they're more like the old fatalities which is why a lot of us like them because they're simple they're quick and they take skill to pull off it's no longer just press these random directions and then a button, which generally aren't even that hard to pull off anymore. They've made them easier and easier over the years, I feel like. And I like that these ones, like I said, you have the fixed camera, it's quick. They don't, they don't feel like they're wasting your time so much. And uh, yeah, they, they ring, they remind me a lot of the classic Fatalities and a lot of them kind of take inspiration from the classic Fatalities. So I'd love to see Brutalities back. Do you guys have anything else to add? Anything um, positive, I mean, Razor? Not really.
2: I mean, I, I definitely agree about Brutalities. Although I do I do like fatality still. I like the camera angle stuff. But sure. it's just, it does get old. And Brutalities never really seem to get old because they're so quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. They don't last long enough for you to really feel like, ah, oh, this again. Like, it's, it's over before you could even say that, <laughs> generally. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're cool. It's not. I it's also, a... I, I, just feel like the the existence of the
2: brutality system makes it easy for them to keep bringing back like retro finishers. Sure. Without like making me download a bunch of DLC and wait for it, like. Right. You know, Kung Lao throwing a hat and a chopping guy's head off—that should be a brutality.
0: Exactly. See, so, yeah, I'd be and, shocked um... if we didn't see that return because that is. That is definitely one of the higher points of this game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't don't know how I feel about the gameplay. Like, depending on the day, I go back and forth on whether I like this or MK9 better.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot on the positive end and a lot on the negative end, and I'm sure we'll get to that. So I guess one more positive thing is I really do like Run. There's been some debates. Uh, Yeah, I, I fucking love...
2: Look, I can't really go back... And not run. And I've you know, we've I've had arguments about this on the Discord. I think the dash mechanic, which is really just kind of one long step, <laughs> you're not dashing. It's it's a poor name for what it does. And what it does is kind of useless to me and my playstyle. I know that it is useful. I just thought of. I'm not
0: good at it. You pointing out that it's not really a dash just made me think of like the hundred yard dash if they were just (laughs) taking like quick little steps. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like the way the way people
2: quote unquote dash in a Mortal Kombat game reminds me of like a
0: child who's trying to jump over the cracks in a sidewalk. Um, but no, <laughs> I I agree with you. I'm. Not, I, I mean, we all kind of fall on different parts of the spectrum on the dash versus run. I like, I mean the thing the
2: thing about me, I guess, is that I am I am super into rushdown. I'm a hundred percent offensive player. I play fighting games the way Wolverine fights in real life <laughs> or in yeah not real life because he's a fictional character, but
0: you
1: get what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs>
0: Razor, we need to have a talk after this. <laughs> um.
2: But no, like, and like, I've like the the argument against running seems to be people who like to play more defensively and like to have the opponent quote unquote respect their space. I don't want to respect your space. I want to
0: destroy your space and make you eat it. sounds hot Um, I've done that well here's the thing so on a scale from let's just say 1 to 10 10 being you love Run 1 being you love Dash it's clear you're you're as about as 9 or 10 as you could possibly get I'm an 11 yeah (laughs) I I I feel like I don't know where Shad lies so hopefully he'll jump in here soon I'm somewhere I, I love Run to me it was one of those things that defines mkx's gameplay to me in a lot of ways other than mix-ups and 50 50s but we'll get into that as we get going into the negatives obviously but of the pros i just remember those initial days with mkx i mean you can go back and listen to how we felt um about the game when it first came out as we even talked about this how it just felt so different because there was no beta for mkx when we first got the game that's our first time playing it and it felt so awkward. It felt like weird to move around on until you started to run. And I remember playing several, several sets with Temp. And he, I guess, he learned how to run before I did. <laughs> it just <laughs> sounds funny. But, uh, and that's when the game really started clicking with him. That's when he fell in love with the gameplay back then is when he, he started using run and learning that mobility and just what you could do with it. Um and I and I was very similar in that it took me a little bit longer, but once when I started learning how to run and how you can use that to to your advantage or to your movement, that's when I really, really started to really, really I'm gonna say it five more times, really.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> hey, five more times is justified when something's that super satisfying. Yeah,
0: super satisfying. Just really super, super, satisfying. super satisfying. But uh, no, I just it felt good. It felt good when I first learned how to run in Mortal Kombat X and how to use that with your combos and your movement and your jump-ins, all of that stuff to rush down your opponent like that. So for me, I fall more on the run side, obviously, but I'm not as, I guess... I'm well, not as I'm not as like cut and dry with it. Like if you put run in the game, I'm not going to or if you don't put it run in the game and it's just dashing, I'm not going to be super like pissed off. I'm not going to be super rubbed the wrong way. I'll still enjoy the game. I'll make do with the dashes like I did with MK9. Well, like the I did thing. with Injustice. Yes.
2: Without run like I don't dash whether runs there or not. I just I never dashed in nine. I would get in by jumping and that's the bad thing to do. But it's the <laughs> thing that feels natural.
1: And so I need a mechanic
2: that doesn't punish me for the way I want to get in.
1: (laughs) Well, interesting thing about MK9, jumping is not the worst option in the world. If you space your, as a jump kick, if you space your jump kicks right, right, jumping is not an awful option. As a matter of fact, like deep, deep jump kicks ended up being a mechanic that started, it was a combo starter by the end of the meta. So um, I don't think Jumping is awful in MK9, but it it's much, much, much stronger in MKX. Jumping just, is very well, the, good in MKX.
2: The thing MKX. for me is that, like, I have played too many games where the jump attack was the combo opener. Going all the way back to, like, MK3 and 4.
0: Sure. You jump in punches, start off your combos, it's right? just...
2: Psychologically, it's what I'm trained to do. So to put in dashes and make anti-air stronger is like telling me fuck you for being a Mortal Kombat fan (laughs) all these
3: years. (laughs) So my
0: question for Temp is, would be, because I, like I said, I went back and listened to the old episodes, and obviously this was just when he first got the game. All of us had certain opinions that, of course, are going to change over the years when you start learning more, experiencing more. Temp had once said when he first was playing the game that... The run mechanic was the best thing to happen to the Mortal Kombat franchise. How do you feel now based on what Um, you've experienced?
1: Well, it's important to note that it run, you can't look at it in a vacuum. Run by itself, I still don't really have a problem with. Um, I'll save most of this for my negatives, but the important thing to remember about run is what it isn't. Uh, I spent years mastering uh, dash conversions from anti-airs and juggles and just, um, you know, stuffing jumps with down four and dashing with a down one. Like I spent a lot of time doing that, and not not because I needed to, although it certainly helped me but because it was fun. That's what was satisfying to me. So I spent, many of us spent many, many, many amount of months just practicing just that. And um, to find out that all that was gone with MKX was kind of a big blow. Even before the game came out, when Paulo, I don't even think it was an interview. I think he was in the stream chat right after the game was revealed and he explained, there's no dash cancel anymore. My heart just sank. So y- you Run by itself, I think has a lot of merit to it. I don't mind Run. Um, it's the rest of the game that sucks. Run by itself is okay. You can make run fun. As a matter of fact, I I, generally, I pretty much know how to fix run, so everyone can benefit. So I like both. I mean, I if dash cancels never come back, you know, I'll, I'll shed one tier and then I'll I'll just do whatever I have to do to be competitive. How do you I, fix run? I still run? enjoy. Well, for one thing, you get rid of the dog shit back dash they have in the game right now, so I have real defensive options. The problem with run right now is if you run within sweep sweep range, and you jump. It doesn't matter how good my anti-air is because it's, it's going to whiff. Um, Sub-Zero's down, jump one is like the dumbest shit on earth. Ermac's air normals are fucking stupid as hell. And he can convert off them even if... Uh, he can convert off a fucking kick. Scorpion can convert off a fucking kick. And you can't generally anti-air kicks. So it's just... If you make defensive options better and just get rid of that shitty stamina bar. That's I was going to go into this later, but the stamina bar is one of the worst things about MKX. Oh like yeah, the stamina, stamina bar over, is fucked. Yeah, just don't take away my options cuz I decided to play the game. Like don't do that. I just and, and the way they tie stamina to breakers, I already don't like breakers, but it's like I got a hit, it can it, you know, I I converted off of it and then you break and you punish me. You punish me for getting the hit. Yeah, that, that's what that's pisses me weird. off, that it's it's tied to breakers and it's tied to
2: interactables. What do those two things have to do with running?
1: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you can do all this, you can slide all day with Sub-Zero, but the minute he picks up a pot, he is winded. doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So, oh, man, <laughs> I just... Get rid of Stamina... Fix backdashes. If you have to have stamina, don't tie it to the backdash. One of the most basic defensive options in modern fighting games, don't tie it to stamina. Don't take away my backdash after I I, would, I wouldn't
2: hate dashing if there was distance on the dash, yeah. Like, especially and, the backdash.
1: It does and back, nothing. <laughs> and it takes forever, oh my god. There's so many times when I tried to backdash a jump in and it just didn't matter. Um, there's so many, there's times I tried to backdash a forward advancing string and I didn't even get to finish the dash. I'm already getting torn apart by either Kotal's mids or Katana's, uh, her fan string. I'm just being slashed up and I did all because I backdashed. I'm like, what's the point? If I could have just canceled that, you know, I could have just blocked. So I don't know. Um, huge problems with that. Uh, I would make, maybe not running slower. But I would make normals better so I can stuff your run. If you run in, I can down for you better, or I can, you know, I, I guess just better advancing normals. I just, I just, some, not not advancing normals. Let's not get crazy. That's another problem with MKX, but just get rid of the fucking dinosaur arms. Why does everyone have fucking a dinosaur arm standing one? Let me reach shit. I can't punish anything yeah, in this game. It's that
2: punching over fences animation problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah, the Wilson punch. I like that. That's good. I feel like that's a big problem. And you have these supposed punishable moves, but I can't reach. So I'm like, okay, am I supposed to do a run cancel? Then I do the run cancel, then I try to do an advancing normal. And then you're already blocking. So I'm like, fuck this game.
0: I agree with you on, I mean, a lot of what you just said, but specifically the stamina meter. I can't stand that thing. I hardly ever pay attention to it, so oftentimes it screws me. Yeah, just I only because...
2: notice it when I suddenly can't run, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh need right, a shitty noise. Break.
0: God damn it! I <laughs> yeah, I notice it most when I'm going for an interactable, because obviously I use a lot of those to get around the stage quicker. And as soon as I go to like jump off a post or jump off the tree, and then as I'll press the button, and I'll just hear and then at that point I've I'm already screwed. I've already opened up myself to whatever combo you want to put on me because I put all my I, I put all my eggs into the interactable bucket or basket or whatever thinking, okay, I'm just gonna jump off this because this is this is what I'm gonna do. I'm committing to this. And especially the tree in the Deadwoods where you actually have to jump up into the air or that thing in the on the side of the cove, like you have to swing on it. Oh, like yeah. you have to jump up to use those. So if you jump up and then it completely shuts you down because you don't have any stamina, that's <laughs> you're just completely screwed. So that that is the most in, yeah. one of the most infuriating things is trying to use an interactable or in your case run or whatever and then you you don't even realize you think it's a glitch or you think you didn't get it right, so you try it again. You tr- you attempt it a second time because you don't even realize why it's not working until you're like, oh, I don't have stamina because I, excuse me if I can't see that tiny little thin white bar that is not distinguished from your health bar. It's all white. It's the most plain, most plain overhead display. Which that's a I'll get into that later with visuals and stuff, but. That stamina meter is white, just like the other stuff. There's uh, so many times earlier on when we would play, I would mix up who got a win with that stamina meter. (laughs) Because, you know, when you get like a win for a round, it fills up half of that like circle. So I was like, oh, I thought that was my stamina meter. (laughs) Like, It's just confusing. It sucks. So, yeah, no, that's that's frustrating. Um, I just think that's an odd place to keep it anyways. Put it down by the... I generally don't look up there unless it's, it gets down to the red point when my health bar goes down there. Well, but... I think, I
2: think the problem with it is the stark white minimalist uh, UI in the game. Like it was, it was kind of neat, but I want to go back to like green and red health bars now.
0: Yeah. I want, I mean, that, that can transition to our next kind of negative stuff. Cause we're at that point now. Um, and that i would just jump into i guess or i'll lead off with the the visuals in general in this game and i've said this before but the lack of saturation the lack of contrast the the health bars the display items the the heads up display or whatever the presentation i'm just not a fan of it's it's dark it's gritty it's minimalistic. It's got the white health bars, the white stamina meters, the white it's not, it's round not really counters.
2: Dark. It's not dark so much as brown.
0: Oh, yeah. Brown I mean, and gray. Co- colors wise, and yeah. And the And the battle damage doesn't help either because as I've said in our recent streams basically just just from playing a single round somebody's character like reptile all the black parts on his outfit are all brown just from rolling around on the ground yeah that's not how this
2: does it the worst because (laughs) you get any of the swamp water on you and you're just brown forever
0: yeah
2: it's just like
0: it's like it's like they dust it's like they just pour cocoa powder or dirt all over these stages and that's just not I don't know. It's just silly to me. It ruins the way they they look. Their their outfits look. Honestly, I've like never that.
2: liked I've never liked a single thing about the jungle stage. It might be my least favorite in the whole
0: game
1: it's bad it's it's on my least favorite the, the plane crash stage is probably my least favorite but the jungle's awful
0: the jungle i do like the vine that you can jump up and grab that serves absolutely no purpose yeah the, the vine <laughs> swing is
1: the one thing well not
0: just the swing <laughs> one i like the one that's literally just hanging down that oh, you can right. just grab onto. down one <laughs> yeah, that does nothing i guess you could dodge one projectile but then you could be completely dominated by anybody that has a combo but uh no, I the visuals in this game I'm not a fan of the select screen. I've I've made a video about the select screen and how much I'm not a fan of that. I do like the the interactions, like the the animations between the characters once you've selected them or when you're hovering over them. Those are cool. I I would be fine with those staying, but the actual select screen boxes, their portraits, the surrounding over like the overlays and the displays. I want all of that to be. More vibrant and colorful and filled with personality. Same with the life bars. I understand that the life bars and the stamina meter and the 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 meter down below, all of that isn't supposed to distract you from the actual gameplay itself. I get that. I understand where they're coming for, where they're coming from with that. But still, differentiate everything. There's nothing wrong with the red and green life bar. We've had that for how many games before this one, and it never was an issue. I just I don't, I don't like it's, I I, I like color and personality and as Randy cool and we've discussed in the chat style, this game needs a style, like a presentation style. It, It should, Mortal Kombat should just be oozing with stylish visuals that say, this is Mortal Kombat. Just bland white text and life bars that are sleek and small. That is not what I think of, when I think of Mortal Kombat, when I think of Mortal Kombat, I think over the top and just hitting you over the face with things. That's what I want for the game. It's like bringing it's like if they brought in the Injustice announcer fight at the beginning or finish him. It just wouldn't work. Mortal Kombat's supposed to be loud and crazy and just beating you over the head to the point where you're suffocating. That, to me, is stylish. Honestly,
2: if... If I could choose, like, what I want the future of Mortal Kombat to be, I would say I want the IP to be bought by the guys who make Killer Instinct.
0: Yes, (laughs) I mean, Killer Instinct has a style. Street Fighter has a style. Marvel vs. Capcom has a style. These games have, like, shit all over the place.
2: The style that I want Mortal Kombat to have is what KI is doing. Like, just make them the same game. Stop having two different franchises. Because this one's doing everything right and the other's doing it all wrong.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's that pretty much covers on the visual representation and how that's all done. Getting to the next con, I guess, would be the chapter system. This came up in the chat earlier as well. Please, no more chapters. We don't need. It is not the best experiencing a story mode. Is not the best when you have to constantly stop for fights in between cutscenes. Just like, and then sometimes it's only like ten seconds of a cutscene before your next fight. Like that whole where all the kids take on Sub Zero for his chapter that just flies by in the game. Yeah, like the the chapter that is quote unquote about Sub Zero, but yes. it's not. <laughs> so I mean, that does I don't like it for that. But I mean, even worse than that is when it exposes like it just makes certain characters look stupid like they're not good, that they're jobbers because they always lose because generally you're playing, like, the character you actually play are the heroes. Occasionally you'll get a villain like Devorah. Um, and then also, it's it's not fun trying to learn a character on the fly for story mode. Most people that, like, I, well, not most people, casuals I'm sure don't mind this, but, I mean, you, you end up resorting to just using a special over and over, or fly kicks over and over, just because... You just want to get through it. You just want to get to the story. You want to get back to the story. You don't want to sit there and stare at the moves list to take yourself away from the story. That is boring. It's not fun. It's not ideal. And then by the time you actually learn the character like somewhat and remember some of their moves, it's time to move on to a different character. That is not the best way to do this. I feel like there's I don't, other I don't ways know that, that could be done.
2: I don't know that there is a best way to do it that would have gameplay in it. Like you and I have both said that we kind of feel like we wish they would abandon story mode as a concept and instead just put like just 3 hour animated movie in the game and then if you want like content that you actually play, just do more challenge tower stuff.
0: Yes. I mean there's so many other single player stuff that can do. That. I mean that's what all the arcade towers are for. Like, between yeah, playing but- the story mode and then beating the game with every single character, to me, that's that's overkill. Like, when I'm done with the story mode, I'm generally, like, reluctant to beat the game with everybody in arcade mode just because it takes so damn long. If it was one—if I could have a story mode that I can just watch—and keep in mind, I watched Injustice 2 story mode with Temp and Down 4— on YouTube or whatever that was before the game even came out. It was like the weekend before and it was just stripped down to all the cutscenes, all linked together in one long video. And to me, that was way more fun, way more engaging and a much better environment to experience the story mode than the chapter system or playing through yeah. it on my own. And it was I nice. Think you and I both agree that like the cutting to the fighting
2: sort of distracts from the cutscenes. Yeah. And there are a lot of people out there who like kind of feel the opposite that like, if you just put a movie in the game, they might not watch it. They might not care. Like it's the interactivity that makes it worthwhile to them. And I can kind of understand that too. That's why I say there's no perfect way to do it. Cause the only solution to the chapter system, there's really two ways you can go. One is uh, the sort of way that Soul Calibur does it if it had had real cut scenes instead of like pictures w- being talked over right? Um, where it's it's like Deadly Alliance Conquest where you pick a character and then you get a mini story mode where you only play that character and then every character has their own and then after you've beaten them all you have to sit there and think okay which order did they go in hmm. and that's there are some issues with that in that it doesn't tell you what order things go in. You have to sort of piece it together. And also, um, if you made, like, a 10-fight-long story mode for a 30-character roster, that's, you know, way more cutscenes than they have time to make.
0: Right. Because, like,
2: right now we're getting a story mode that's four fights for like 12 characters. Right. So 10 fights for 30 is a lot more
0: work. Sure. I I, I just want, I just want an animated or CGI movie as we've discussed. Right. Give me a two right. hour movie. I mean, the cutscenes when they're all stringed together come out to be about two hours and 20 minutes. Anyways, if you just gave me a two hour long movie that was just nonstop movie from start to finish and was produced like an actual film from start, middle, and end, doesn't include any like fight scene interruptions that you actually have to play, and it's just all done how they want to do it, and you don't have to follow this character for this amount of time, then this character for this amount of time. That would be right. so much better because then you would have fights that you don't know who's going to win because you always know whoever you're playing is going to win that fight. <laughs> it's just stupid. It takes all the suspense yeah. out of it. You know, oh, the- I'm the- playing the- Sub-Zero. <laughs> He's going to beat all these people. Like, that yeah. just it's not that's not to me ideal storytelling. And I'm sure they know it, too. It's 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 trying but to be the best of two things when it needs to be the best of what it is.
2: Right. The problem is that it's a video game. They feel obligated to make it interactive. And so so like I was saying, there's two ways to do that. That would be different, possibly better than uh, the chapter system the the one was what i named like deadly alliance conquest but with animation right the the other option is the way street fighter 5 did it where the problem of not having a, enough time to learn a character is worse but you get to play everybody when it makes sense to play them like if a villain is supposed to win this fight you play the villain you know, and then it switches to somewhere else and it follows the narrative instead of following this bootleg training mode, which and that's the real problem is that in Ed Boone's mind, story mode is a training mode. And you have to break him of that before we can start talking about improvements to the format.
0: I wouldn't even say it's a training mode. It's a sampler mode. It's like, yeah, but let's that's sample what these characters. Yeah. yeah. And, so,
2: and I'm sure he still thinks that way
0: anyways chapter system not ideal just give me a two-hour movie or one some other way to make this work to where the fights and who wins aren't obvious the it doesn't interrupt the the actual storytelling at play it doesn't feel like the storytelling is being shoehorned in around it i mean there's there's several issues there so it's not ideal i really wish we could just get like i said just give us a movie and and as was brought up earlier in the chat as well, I don't think you can even watch just the cutscenes after you've beat the game. I think you always have to go back through the story mode. Yeah, if no, you want to... there,
2: there is no watch mode. There's like a, a skip to a specific chapter in a specific fight mode, but you still have to play. You can't just watch without going on YouTube. There's no in-game option for that.
3: I was going to say, that's what YouTube is for. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, but as a developer,
2: Hi, I feel I would sort of be upset that YouTube is YouTube views are stealing playtime from the game that like I would rather just put that mode in the game because wasn't that the problem that's the reason Sakurai doesn't like making story
0: modes for Smash anymore is because people just went on
2: YouTube and watched it they didn't even play
0: what would be the harm in putting in the actual game itself option to just watch the story mode instead of play it like before even beating it What would be the harm of, basically, would you rather play through it, and that way you get to play the fights, or just watch it, and then instead of watching the fights, you just see the outcomes or whatever bullshit, so that way you can just keep going and move on to the next cutscene? Well, let, let me ask you this.
2: In, um... So one of the things they do with their story modes these days is when you beat it, you unlock the boss or a whoever character. In MK9, it was Quan Chi and Cyber Sub. In MKX, it was Shinnok. And honestly, that's kind of a, a worthless thing because why not just have that guy on the roster at the start? Sure. It's just it's just Ed desperately clinging. Like It's not like Shinnok was a secret character. His picture is on the select screen. You just can't click it till you beat story mode. What's the point of that?
0: Yeah, I mean the yeah, only I one that you don't put content behind
3: it but I... a wall. It's sure. only actually I... worth it if the character is complete mind fuck of a secret like CyberSub was. Yeah, CyberSub makes sense. Yeah, Sub if there was sense. an actual
2: secret, but then here's the other thing. There are if there are unlockables attached to story mode, but you also make it that story mode will play itself and you can just watch, then as a developer It feels like, why did I even make that a thing to unlock? Because you can get it without playing it. And an example of that I would point to is you don't actually have to beat the last mission on the Challenge Tower to get Toilet Paper Molina. You can skip that fight. You you can skip any fight on the Challenge Tower for coins.
1: Hmm. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, because I've never played that match. I am not going to be... Shang, Kintaro, Shao Kahn, and Molina all in a row. No, I'm just not it. gonna do it. I did it the worst I don't way. Want
0: to. <laughs> I did it I didn't know that it got easier if you kept like retrying. Like if you fail and yeah, then you I... retry. I didn't know it actually got easier. So I'd always I'd always like try it and then as soon as I was about to lose, I would just press start. And then retry match. Yeah. So then it kept doing it the hardest <laughs> way. <laughs> like I, I beat it legit. Same here. Same here. Same here. I'm not.
2: I'm not sure if I even tried it at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I beat 299, and I looked at the thing and I said, "I wonder if I can skip it." And then
3: I did. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I came I away with after they all of that was, for some reason, Molina was the worst one. Yeah. I don't know why. But I remember her destroying me utterly. It's because she used actual gameplay.
2: Like, (laughs) the boss characters in MK9 are programmed like 2D-era boss characters. They don't have full movesets, and they don't behave normal. So they're, like, specifically designed to be cheap. And so if you're just cheap right back, you can exploit them. But Melina fights like an actual character.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, moving on to the next negative thing or con of MKX, that would be, for me, would be the roster. This is honestly one of my biggest problems of Mortal Kombat X. I can put chapter system aside. I can put, I mean, I don't want to put visuals aside, but roster and gameplay takes priority in any Mortal Kombat game. To me, those are the top two things I worry about. And MKX's roster, man... Even just now, to this day, when I look at that roster, the select screen, and I was thinking, what character do I want to learn next? After I, you know, I, I was trying, before I decided on Devorah, I was like, man, there's really just no other characters I really care to learn. But, okay, Devorah, sure, that, she could be fun. After I learned Devora, and I was going to move on to somebody else, I did the same thing. The first thing I went to do was I went to Google, I looked at the select screen, and I said, who do I want to learn now? I looked at that select screen and I'm just like, man, none, none of them are jumping out on me. It doesn't mean I don't like anybody on the roster. There was other factors at play. I didn't want to learn you know what? somebody I think that it is.
2: I think it's a presentation problem. Well, Hell, you look yeah. at the select screen and everybody's kind of brown and they're standing in front of a brown background and they're staring straight ahead. It's like they went out of their way to make everyone look more
0: boring than they actually are. You're preaching to the choir. I mean, I I <laughs> I had said that before. I'm not I'm not a fan of the select screen and that is a that is a major problem, but I mean just even looking at it I was just like man, these characters they just do not none of them jump out to me that's like, I gotta learn this character. And there were some that I would have liked to have learned, but I didn't want to learn somebody that somebody already knew. So I mean that excluded some of the ones that I might have jumped at. But just in general, I was just like, there's
3: just not a lot here for me. Um and that's a shame. I think it I think it was a presentation issue for the most part, because I didn't so much have problems with who was present on the roster. I would have replaced maybe two or three characters at most. Yeah. I liked, I liked most of who was there. It's yeah, I before, feel kind but of the I same like way, the but,
2: but I have the same problem where I'm like, who would I actually want to play? Who do I want to learn? And it's like, look, I like Kenshi, but I don't really want to play Kenshi in this game because I look at him and I kind of fall asleep. <laughs> like, I like Jax, but I don't really want to learn Jax in this game because it's this game. It's... <laughs> 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 ouch <laughs> it's not look Jax it's like, not yeah, you like, it's, only it's really, the game. I would maybe swap out two people and put in like Noob Cybot and someone from the 3D era sure. and
0: I might be sad that might be all I need and I should reiterate I'll... when I say the roster is a con for me and one of the worst parts about the game it's not that I'm saying that it's just like a complete miss I think we've been saying this for years now is that man like two or three certain people could have really turned this roster around and taken it from a C to a A just by their presence just by you know they would have really added some flash and some flair and all that great stuff to the roster to make it really stand out and give the representation that people wanted. But we didn't get that. And I think the two combat packs having four guest characters in total was just adding yeah. salt to the wounds at that point. So for me, it's like, yeah, I agree with you. If I could if I could take three or four characters off of this roster and replace them with a very specific three or four other characters, this roster would be fantastic and I wouldn't have any issues with it. But unfortunately that is not the case. And we have the roster that we have. And yeah,
3: for me, like it bears it's saying uh, that. Uh, sorry. I think it, it bears saying that. I think we've said this before. It's probably got the best overall selection of new characters since MK4, maybe MK3. You know? There weren't. No, too I, don't many ways. I don't know that. <laughs> yes, I was like, yes, you do, Tim. It's <laughs> the truth. I, I, I don't, don't know. Mean, I mean, I like a lot of guys in Deadly w- Alliance. So. I think it was a matter of like, Maybe a couple of throwaways and a few too many members of the old classic predictable good guy squad. You know? Did well, Johnny and Casty and Sonya really need to be there, all three of them? I don't know.
1: Well, it, the, it compounds the problem when you turn so many characters into special forces character characters. Plus, it's also the size too, never mind who they picked. 25 characters was just not enough for a game of this scale, in my opinion. And it really shows. I feel like if you keep the same roster and just add four, you know, diverse characters like a new cybot or a Nightwolf, you do wonders. Like Cyborg said, yes. you go to an A if you can just pull that off. But 25 characters going into the game, not that's really, really not good. And to me, the biggest offense of all is they took some of my favorite characters and made them boring as hell. Should I am yeah. so boring to this game. Cybersmoke uh, is really? the oh god, I fucking hate Cyberspoke in this game. He's good, like, he's tier, but it's... he's this shitty Vortex character in a game of shitty Vortex characters, so... There's a, yeah. it really, it's a tri it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it's not really <laughs> <What>? Cyberspoke. <laughs> Don't what tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what I keep thinking about is I'm like, I look at the MK9 roster, and I go, okay, I had three mains, maybe? Like, Johnny, Jax, Kung Lao. And, but... If I look at that select screen, I think, who do I want to be willing to try every single person on that screen? I go to MKX and I have like five characters I play regularly, but I don't want to touch a single other person. Just because it's like it's mostly the same characters that are in nine, too. And like, what's the difference? It's because they made them look and feel boring somehow.
3: I mean... Also partially the fact that some of those characters, as they're presented to us, like Liu Kang and Kung Lao and Katana, are lies. They didn't actually look like that in story mode, they're fucking revenants. I mean I'm It their... would have added yeah. some spice to the presentation at least if they'd shown us their default status as revenants. Well now here's
2: here's the thing about that. Uh, Liu Kang is the most colorful picture on the select screen because <laughs> his headband is bright red. So if they had put
0: Revenant Lou's picture up there instead, it would be even more brown-gray. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're all in agreement that overall the roster could have really used three or four. I mean, if you really wanted us to, we could probably name three or four other characters that could have easily turned this around. I think one of the top of them would have been Fujin, which I i am at this point now just happy he's not in the game. So hopefully he's an MK11. Yes, I agree. So, I think that was the...
1: Biggest dodge we've ever experienced. Same with, Dodging like, that bullet was a blessing.
0: Yes, I mean, same with... I mean, we could say you, you other you characters. Say that, but, well, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad Lee May's is this game. Lee May, yeah. <laughs> I would say Lee May is in there. Same with Cyrax, same with Serena, or any other character, Frost, that we've been really pulling for. I think... Rain. And, yes, Rain. I think MK11 has already, just from what we've seen of it, has, maybe not on a gameplay perspective, but just... Cut, like the color in the personality just from what we've seen obviously we haven't seen a ton of it but it's at least going from one that we know would not have been great for them to one that they potentially could be great in so i would rather take the gamble of them potentially being in mk11 than knowing they're in mkx at this point granted that doesn't solve our roster problem but hopefully hopefully they've learned from mkx to that they really need they need a few more heavy hitters they need a few more of the big fan favorites to make the roster for it to really really feel like a tremendous like a great roster from top to bottom not every character spot has to be perfectly filled like i said if if someone like kano or Jax or sonya or johnny or whoever it doesn't matter or ermac comes back for mk11 None of that matters. All that matters is that we get enough of the roster of good characters that people have really wanted to really make this game look and feel awesome that if you if you do three-fourths of the roster, right, it doesn't matter who the remaining fourth is. So that's kind of where I'm at.
1: That alludes to another point, too. If, so, if you were to tell me, if someone from the future said, hey, MK11 is going to be like MKX gameplay-wise, but much, much worse, twice the 50-50s and they were to ask me, would you still want Lee May and Nightwolf to be in the game? I would say yes. The difference here is that when MKX came out, as much as as the things I loved, the things I hated, there was still the expectation of next time. I don't feel that way about MK11. Because when this game comes, in many ways for me, this feels like the last MK game. Because I don't know what I'm gonna be doing in four years. I'm gonna be almost 40. So I might have kids then. I might be in a different job. I might be homeless. I don't fucking know what's going to happen. So
3: this in many ways is kind of the last chance for
1: everybody. So let's I am face, still kind of, yeah.
3: Let's face facts. We're all in our mid 30s and we're still playing MK. We're not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're all hoping for that phone call to come in <laughs> we can move on to bigger and better yeah. things. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I got four years left in me, though, because I don't even know if I have Injustice 3 in me. I don't even know if I'm like down for another Injustice. I feel like the train, for me at least, is is starting to slow down a bit. It's coming to a stop. So I'm putting a lot of bets on MK11. I think the game will be good. I'm fairly optimistic about it, but um
0: I know I'm agree with you. So before we move on to the next kind of topic, um I agree with you. If you could say I think a big thing is if they were in MKX, it would already be there and it's done and it's old news by that point. There's a certain excitement that you could have with MK11 that it's, one would hope, well, already, okay, so this we know factually. Character models are gonna be better in MK11. There's just no way that they're not. As Temp has alluded to before or has said outright that there has been a quality staircase, basically, from their games that they keep, Maybe not everything's improving. Maybe the gameplay necessarily hasn't improved. Well, I guess in certain cases it has, certain cases not. They, they, they're they not perfect. But anyways, especially with the character models, it has. If you look at MK9 character models, then Injustice 1, then MKX, then Injustice 2, there's they've, they've learned how to make female models correctly, or they're getting their faces correctly that don't look hideous. Statures that look different and not all cut from the same model i guess they
2: they are varying in body types and stuff the problem i have with the faces in injustice 2 is that the animations have improved but because they're now super heavily relying on face mocap everybody's fat
3: looking
0: i'm fine with that the faces you isn't... take that back
3: about my waifu <laughs> harley f- looks great
0: yeah harley look great ivy looks great i'm fine with that
1: and... Wonder Woman looked I fine. the females looked okay. Yeah. we're all right. It was just Supergirl early on, and uh, Harley did look a little chubby in the cheeks. She kind of looked like the oldest sister from Full House, but
0: and that's okay. that Wasn't a deal breaker. It's okay. I will end <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, I mean that's fine. But uh, the point is, <laughs> if anybody says they'd rather have Wonder Woman from Injustice One.
3: Over Harley well, from no, Justice Two. <laughs> I mean, look at Raven. Okay. Yes. Do we really need to say anything more than that? Things Raven like looked him, like a fucking Baldwin brother. Raven looked like <laughs> Tim Curry. <Yeah. laughs> and not in yeah. that good complimentary he like Bruce way. Bruce Campbell to me. <laughs> well, point is, point is, they're it's characters... It's all those things where it's like it was so horrible it had no definitive shape as could be witnessed by the human beings and to stare too long at it would drive us all insane. We all saw different things. We're not meant to look directly at it. It's the beast."
0: Their character designs have been improving, so that alone, I guess is my point, that alone makes me more excited for one of my favorite characters to make it into MK11. If you could have said put Frost in MKX or put Frost in MK11, I'm gonna take MK11. I'll take that gamble. Because at the end of the day, I know it's more likely that she gets a better design that way. That's That was my only point. But uh, regardless, roster-wise, yes. Basically circling back to MKX, three or four people could have really turned that roster around. Otherwise, I mean, it's still a passing roster. It's not a fail. To me, like I said, I would probably give the roster a C if I had to give it any grade. But I thought, oh, God, why do you do these
3: things? It's still like
0: a... <laughs> C
3: feels a bit mean. I would have said like a, I don't know.
2: B. That's not
3: even nice. the bad Wonder
2: Woman. That's the render Wonder Woman. She looks like Evangeline
0: Lily. <laughs> I still see Tim Curry staring into my soul right now.
3: Yeah. Like, In game Wonder
0: Woman is much uglier. Um.
2: Them but...
3: shoulders, man.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. From the neck down, it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Truth.
1: It's not I mean, even a the... dude. It's like a bird. Look how wide those fucking shoulders are. Oh, my gosh. But uh... are we grading the roster? Is that what we're doing now? Poison Ivy and
0: Injustice 2 looked more Tim Curry. Screw off, Smoke Man. You don't know anything. <laughs> um grading the rosters.
1: Yeah, are we giving a letter score or
0: we could. I mean, I I just did. I said C, uh Shad said B minus. You said what
1: do you got, Temp? Just oh. not good enough. <laughs> I just don't think it's very good. I hate it. So that's a D. <laughs> Come on. I, I would probably pluck <laughs> out seven characters immediately. Like, just gone. Just razor right out of the game. What? Razor.
0: <laughs> you got Are a you letter grade here? for us, what, man? What? <laughs> letter grade for the roster. <laughs> Are
2: you
3: paying <peanuts> no. attention? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he's looking at like Raven well, you again. started. You started saying my name while Temp was still talking, so I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take this, Razor? Yes, letter grade for the roster like a, I don't know, B-. minus.
0: Okay, so you're in agreement with Shad. Yeah. (sighs) This Ivy picture, how does that even look remotely like Tim Curry? Stop looking at them! I can't! (laughs) Like, I'm not complaining about the women in
2: Justice 2 if a little meat on their bones, a little puff in their cheeks can be fine. But what happens when you get to a character like Katana, who's supposed to have like this thin, sharp-cheeked model
1: face? I'm just worried it's not going to look like her. I'd I buy thick Katana for DLC, but that's me.
0: Yes, agreed. <laughs> I just I want
2: I want characters to look like they're traditionally supposed to look. I'm tired of their faces changing every game. I want to go back to like when Katana looked like Talisa Soto in MK4 and Deadly Alliance.
3: Not Caitlyn Zamiar? For shame.
2: No. Caitlyn Zamiar looks like just a bland-ass white chick.
3: Like, Katana's supposed to look a little... You're gonna be sharing a hotel room in like two weeks, man. Exotic. <laughs> don't test <laughs> the word I would use. I don't know. Uh... I... I always kind of preferred the way gitana used to look i just i don't think that the deadly alliance ps2 xbox era did a lot of the models any favors i find a lot of the time they looked better in the renders than they did in engine
2: well yeah i'm not that's really not like a conversation we're having like nobody's going to defend the in-engine graphics of the yeah. 3d era dear god
3: what, dude what Even the <laughs> Even sometimes, the, I just should I <laughs> something felt off to me about Katana and like the renders too. I just I wasn't a fan.
2: I mean, look, it was it was PS2 graphics. There was there was a ceiling, and you just had to deal with it. You had to like imagine it better than it was. the The point is, they were going for Talisa Soto, and that's how I imagined Katana to look. And I I just want them to get. Back to that, in now that we have an engine that can do that.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, please
3: stop. All right, well, uh. I'm just not gonna continue this thread because VZ wants to move on. Okay, so
0: we rated the rosters. Uh. Sp- bleh, gameplay. So, Temp, go ahead. Gameplay.
3: Negatives. Be honest now. Tell us, uh, tell us what you really feel, Temp.
1: Man. Uh, I guess the best place to start is the recovery frames and the buffering system. Buffering inputs in this game is so jank, and uh, you could be in recovery frames forever. Um, I can't remember if I said I know I said this a hundred times. I still don't know if we were recording or not. There were times I was fighting Kenshi, and I would block a telekinesis move, and then after I blocked it, I would would buffer the run input, and I would still be blocking. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Um, And because of this, not only does this make for a very awkward and you know just not fun to play game but it made punishing so so difficult so and, and that not being able to punish in this game is a big deal because people aren't jumping in for free half the time so it just created a lot of problems just I, the game doesn't feel good and you when you lose because of that shit i mean oh god I, anyway but so that was a big problem um and like I said, the, the roster is problematic, and the characters I really was looking forward to ended up being huge disappointments, so that that was bad. Although, I, characters I was not looking forward to, I ended up loving. I love Nimble Reptile. Nimble Reptile's great. Uh, Cryomancer, I didn't plan on mani- on mating him, but um, yeah, Cryo was fantastic. Uh, problems, of course, but we don't need to go into that right now. Um, air normals are fucking busted in this game, and they're so uneven. I don't understand why I could jump in and do a jumping kick, and Katana, while well, after I'm in the air, while well, still on the ground, Katana can jump backwards and do an air one. I don't know why that beats out my jump kick. It doesn't make any sense. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like, sub zero barely gets, has to leave the ground to land his fucking jumping one. Like, why? It's so dumb. You watch High Level Cryomancer. It is the weirdest looking thing to me. Um, and that just—it it, just—it's a lot of the pattern here is there's a lot of anti fundamentals going on here. There's a lot of things in the game that make the basic fundamental game difficult to play, and that affects footsies. Uh, that affects any sort of, like, it affects your reads even. You know, if you're going to go in for a read, you can do everything right, and just the game itself works against you. It's so frustrating. Um, I just feel like better defensive options are, are a good way to go, but just options in general, I feel like I can't move half the time in this game. So... I mean, a lot of I've already covered, but the biggest offender is by far the stamina bar. Let me backdash. Please, just let me. You know what? Take away all my invincibility frames. I don't even need an invincible backdash. The only thing that's really good for is on wake up and getting out of block strings. You can take away all my invincibility. I don't fucking care. But let me backdash when someone's jumping in. Let me anti-air them and make my backdash good. Don't make it have a million duration frames. Just let me fucking backdash. Don't let everyone jump in for free
3: next <laughs> you forgot to drop the mic oh yeah thank you
2: I mean the entire character of Takeda would not be playable without his NJP
1: <laughs> gosh man I got PTSD from that
3: fucking thing it's like, he doesn't have a moveset he has just that <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Kung Jin on the ground is that a thing that happens Uh, they've spoken of it in Legend. (laughs) Mm. No, Tent's definitely right about that backdash. As a whole, MKX feels kind of engineered to always be pushing you forward and making you aggressive, and it just doesn't feel, on the whole, as mobile as MK9 did. And I can't lie, MK9 felt better to play. Tent's a lot more technical about it, but if I had to choose what's more playable between the two of them, it's 9 to me.
0: All right. Dead okay. silence. So gameplay, I'll, I'll throw out my rating. I'll throw out my rating for gameplay. Um, I'd probably go about like 7.5. 7.5. For many of the reasons that has already been covered by Temp. And there's positives. You know, it's still fun to me to play matchups. Like I said, matchups are the most fun when you can just do a set, you know, like grind out 20 matches with somebody on the same character's I have a lot of fun doing that with Temp, so we, we did some uh, we did a set earlier. Um, but yeah, so it can be a really, really fun game. But yeah, the mix-ups, the 50-50s, blocks done, the lack of good dash, <laughs> the all-aggressive gameplay, so on and so forth as Temp is. And the stamina system, I mean, we covered that a little bit earlier as well and just how crappy that is. There are certain parts that bring it down, but ultimately I still enjoy it, so I'd say 7.5.
3: Razor, did he drop his mic again? Yeah, oh, damn. <laughs> that was an accident. Uh,
2: which part are we rating here? Just the gameplay. Just the gameplay in <laughs> general. Uh, I don't know, eight and a half out of ten. Temp.
1: I'll probably say a four. Although, really, that's not that bad of a score. I mean, they, if it like. If it wasn't for the combos and the execution ceiling, it would be significantly lower than that. All right. And so that really leaves
0: the only thing remaining to touch upon on the game. Don't is ask the game. my score. I thought you said it
3: when you said That's your the- gameplay. <laughs> no, but I mean as a number, it's a five. As a hit and run player, I feel crippled. Okay. okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> what did you say before?
0: I didn't. I didn't give a number. Somebody gave a number. I gave
2: a number.
0: And then Razor gave a number. I gave a number before I did. It doesn't matter. I could have sworn I heard something. But regardless. um, So next is to go ahead and rate the game overall as a whole. So all things included story, gameplay, roster, Visuals, modes, everything—just as a whole—and you can say why. I mean, you can give your pros and did we, cons. Did or we whatever. actually?
2: We talked about story mode mechanically, but did we actually talk about the story?
0: No. I'm hoping we wouldn't. It's just you can go for it.
3: Um, I mean, it's still better than nines. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that.
2: I. Look, you could shit the bag, and it'd be better than MK Nine story. <laughs>
3: MK Nine story is bad in the sense that it shits all over prior canon. A no, lot it's, of people were really, really even
2: internally. Like,
3: there no, are like, scenes there that is...
2: contradict other scenes. There are That's... things that don't make sense. Like, why is Shiva even on Shang's island? Why is Goro not introduced at all, even though he's the champion?
3: Until right before Lou fights him, like. But again, you're coming at this with as as a person with a lot of prior knowledge about the series. If you're just looking at this as a huge reboot, where you're you're allowed to throw anything you want out of the window, and yes, I'm very very aware that like they were also trying to have their cake and needed to in terms of retelling the original canon, but with differences. This is just one of the things that, like, they do when they reboot things. It's like, it's like, it's like 2009. Yeah, Star, they, right? they make them dumber and worse, that's true. But that well, doesn't mean yes. it's an
2: automatic part of rebooting. It just means writers are dumb. Uh, you can make a good reboot. There have been, like, movies in history that have been remade
3: and didn't suck. Like yes, Ocean's Eleven. Trendy.
1: That's but a remake.
3: Again... <laughs> The first things, like that you mentioned when you said the story was terrible, is that you're asking why Shiva's on the island to someone who does not know about the original timeline. Where no, she's I mean, supposed I mean, if even, y even time, if you're not familiar, that doesn't matter. It does
2: matter. She's not a participant in the tournament until and she's MK9s. introduced
3: before Goro is. Why yes. would a writer do that? I agree that it doesn't make much sense. Yes. I if you've never seen a,
2: a Mortal Kombat game before, it makes even less sense, not more. <laughs> are we talking about MKX's story?
3: No, we're well, talking about. You're arguing
2: with me, and I strongly disagree with the premise that if you are unfamiliar, it's somehow better. I'm not saying it's
3: necessarily better. I'm going to say it's not. I'm saying it's not as maddening.
2: It's not as maddening because you're not invested, but it's still... Precisely my point.
3: Precisely my point. But a lot of people, I'd I'd say quite fairly, thought that MK9's story was pretty amazing. Because it took... Hang on, I know. Because of the presentation. Because of the presentation and because it derived from some very, very strong material that had already been told. Again, to be fair,
2: much better. Yeah, the, the rare occasion when it didn't fuck up the source material was a gem. Because the source material was gold. They made Most fucking of the
3: anthracite out of it. <laughs> uh, I know I can engage in measured criticism with you when mk 9 story comes to mind. Absolutely, every time. But no, we're uh, getting off track again. Yes, I agree the... completely that mk 9 story shit the bed on a number of occasions.
2: What, what I was going to say about X is that when it first came out, I was more positive on it than I am now. I still think it's good. Like, the plot makes sense. It's written by someone who can connect 1 plus 1 and arrive at the number (laughs) 2. And so just by being basically competent, it passes the bar. But it does have huge problems that have grown on me as problems over the years since... It first came out, and we reviewed it the first time. I have grown to like Cassie Cage less as a character. Um, I ha- I am less forgiving about her and Johnny's deus ex machina force field powers. Um, I like Devorah's heel turn less. I... I could nitpick things about like Jax leading a group of special forces into the nether realm, just kind of being silly, like the military invades hell now. <laughs> if that happened in the real world, there would be some deep metaphysical thinking we'd have to do about the universe we live in. I mean, that is kind of why we have
3: the OIA portals yeah, in horrible but places. We
2: don't have the OIA in this universe. That's just the U.S. military. Eh. and um the the point I'm getting at is it's it's less of an a plus to me where it was when we first reviewed the game when it was fresh now it's more of a b minus
3: maybe a c plus I'd say it's a b the only major problem that I really have with it is that it just doesn't particularly have a lot of strong protagonist presence and like, I've said, you've said this. There's a reason that we all call them the combat kids. Yeah, except they feel like one singular group. It, it, so, so what I what I wanted to and say also, is that um,
2: Mortal Kombat Nine and X both feel like episodes of Defenders of the Realm to me. And there are people who will think I'm exaggerating or you know making a joke when I say that. No, they actually feel like I. I this week I've been watching Defenders of the Realm. And it's the same tone. <laughs> so that's kind of a problem. <laughs> I mean, there are there are parts of Defenders of the Realm I really like, but that's not really how canon Mortal Kombat should feel. Like that Saturday morning cartoon, uh, everybody's on a team getting along, happy-go-lucky superhero thing. I don't think that's how a Mortal Kombat game story should feel. Sure. And I don't know that there's anything you can do to fix that because MKX was specifically engineered to be the story of Cassie Cage's team.
3: That is, in a nutshell, my problem with having a small group of fresh new protagonists as your main force. I... Ugh. I just don't like them as a unit. I'd like them more if you split them up and have them all do their own separate things, which I hope that MK11, if it doesn't include them all, does do.
2: Yeah, I, I, I also I have, think uh,
3: like between like
2: the voices they casted and the dialogue they wrote for them, ostensibly they're roughly the same age as the main characters were in MK1. Like, they're all in their mid-20s. But they... And this is a a real-world thing, too. Like, the current generation of 20-somethings does behave more like teenagers who haven't grown up. So, like, I can't say that they're wrong for doing that. It
3: just doesn't feel good. I think it's a problem that a lot of fictional works have, wherein you introduce a character that is explicitly designed to be accessible, and the entry point into the franchise or the universe for the viewer, but they just act so dumb, it's like you're talking down to your audience. And I also want to say that I've been saying for years that explaining Johnny's chi powers and whatnot was a bad idea.
2: I don't have if, a problem had... with him explaining his powers. I have a problem with them, those powers being anti-god powers. Like, you could have come up with an explanation where he doesn't have the win button against Shinnok. He's just, he has a reason that he shoots green shit, but it doesn't make him magically invincible against, well, it doesn't make his daughter magically invincible against an elder god who
3: has successfully absorbed the Earth's power. <laughs> I feel like they kind of wrote that explanation and origin for his powers with the foresight that that's, what they'd be go- that's where they'd be going with him. And if not for all of this stupid chosen one genetic heritage bullshit i think we'd all just be saying it is really cool that johnny cage out of all people just stepped up and was able to beat shinnok well look lu kang I was just...
2: the chosen one and that was the explanation in the 2d era and we were okay with that
3: it's... yeah but there doesn't need to be multiple chosen ones
2: Luke kang then still had old. to fight is the point i want to make johnny cage and cassie just have a force field and they can't even really control it but that's good enough to be, like... Like, if it was enough to be regular Shinnok, fine. But Corrupted Shinnok is supposed to be... Okay, so he has his amulet, and he's succeeded in taking the power of the Jinsei. This is supposed to be the form that will let him kill all the other Elder Gods and rule the universe. Having a mortal, no matter what the backstory for their powers is be able to knock him unconscious without being wounded. Like, it looks like it was an easy fight. It's a staging problem. It's a presentation problem.
0: Right. Hey, Temp? You? Thoughts on the story?
1: Um, I like the tea party a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would, the tea party's the best scene. Scorpion's sure. chapter is the best chapter of anything in the entire reboot so far. So what would you rate it, Temp?
3: Um... Uh, 6 out of 10 for the Tea Party? Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, doesn't care. I'd
1: probably...
3: Okay, so... Various sound effects.
1: I guess my... The thing I like about Story Mode is I don't want to unearth that previous argument we had 10 minutes ago, but it's the same thing I like about mk Nine. story mode. It's not really about what happens. I just, I like seeing the characters I love talk and interact with other people, even if it's dumb. Like MK9 didn't have a good story, but I like seeing Thomas McBride talk to people. I like seeing him put on new costumes and hang out with people. That's cool, right? Um, I like seeing, uh, him be sad about things, even if what's happening is stupid and should be completely retcon. I the still see that. Re- what's that? It brings a lot of bonus points for too. Yeah, I just, these, all of these characters never had voices before, you know? Uh, yeah. I like seeing Cabal talk shit. That's fun. Doesn't matter if what's, that's, actually, that's that was really, cool. Yeah, I, that's I that's that
2: was... why, that's why people rate MK9 so highly, is it was the first time we actually got cutscenes at all, period.
0: Yeah, and it's
2: something we've all been see. waiting for a long time to see these characters actually, like, come to life. It's just, it breaks my heart that the script around it was so bad.
1: Oh, well, me too. And that's why I went into MKX's story mode kind of just like, you know, what, what, what come what may, because I just... I mean, yeah, the the bar was so much lower that,
2: you know, you're more forgiving or you you're less invested at this point. Like, I know there's a lot of people and I think I think some of you guys have said before that you just you're not really attached to this timeline anyway. Like, you don't expect the story to be good. So you don't care that it's not. And I can understand that.
1: Well, even if it was good, let's say that MK11 blows it out of the fucking water, and let's, let's say they're not doing the timeline thing. To me, the story ended with Armageddon. That was the end. The story I fell in love with finished. For better or worse, it finished. This is something new in my mind, which doesn't make it bad. In many ways, it is bad, but that by itself doesn't make it bad. Um, and, and there's a lot of things I don't hate about the MKX story mode. Like I said, seeing old Sub-Zero just be a nice guy, like not even take the tea party out, just... Him mentoring the Teen Titans, like that was, I liked that. I like Sub-Zero's being a chill dude. That's fun to me, you know? Um, on the flip side, I hated Kotal Kahn. Every time he was on screen, I think he's a giant dumbass. I wish they'd take him out of the game. That's how I feel about that. So it's it's really, it's 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 hard to get super invested, but there are things I'm always going to like. Uh, I I wouldn't even have brought up the Tea Party if I, if I completely didn't care, but I'm not going to play it. I want to YouTube it again, so... Sure. Hey, let I let me ask you good. this about
2: do you like comic Codal better? Oh or yes. Or is it is it just the fact that he's this guy who walks around saying these vague uh Native American sounding fortune
1: cookie sayings? Like I think his motives don't make a lot of sense in the game, but Comic Codal was fine. As a matter of fact, I don't think I would have been as pissed about Game Codal had I not known about Comic Codal. So I just kinda hate that switcheroo they didn't.
2: Fair enough. I I, yeah. I definitely get that. The part where was—I kinda was... like Hodel as a character, I definitely think that by the end of the game he had become a dumbass. I I also it does kinda like I find it a little obnoxious the way he's always got these little sayings like forge words like silver and whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think he that's a little over stalking. the top.
3: Okay. But I kind of I, I kinda of tended to appreciate MKX's story mode quite a bit because even if what's going around is kind of dumb at times. <laughs> The places that it brought a lot of our old favorite characters, to me, are very. it, it was very invaluable. To me, it, it's heartwarming to actually see Johnny and Sonya having had a relationship and a marriage and a child, even though it failed, to see Jax get his life back, retire back to his farm, having a life outside of being a special forces agent. The tea party. Reptile actually being appreciated by someone and having a place in Kotal Khan's army. Melina actually, I don't know, trying to do things... And failing again, like, like she usually does. I don't know. Melina, not so much, maybe, I guess. But most people, the game did all right by. It was less you can see Tanya and Rain get little cameos for what that was worth. They gotta yeah, fix his yeah. voice the like next when, one,
0: though.
2: Whenever the game was focusing on a character that wasn't a member of Cassie's
3: team, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the game did so well by Raiden, too, especially after last time. He actually came That's across true. as a guy with like, a lot of regrets. So even if the story is not all it could have been, I mean, it even arguably did Shinnok better than he'd ever been done before. As as
2: much as I hate the the canon portrayal of Raiden as, like, boring exposition guy... I will say, like, the difference between MK9 Raiden and MKX Raiden is night and day. He is a much, much better
3: character. They knew no one was happy with what had happened prior, with what had happened previously. And even Quan Chi, for as much as I enjoy watching get his nuts stepped on and decapitated, because I've hated that guy, I've been tired of his ass for at least 10 years now, it was so fitting that he spent his very last moments getting the job done as he always does. I feel like it was very fair to most of the existing cast, and I give it a lot of respect for that.
2: I do wish Sub-Zero had more of a role. Like, I think I said that way back in the day. Like, the the thing that always bothers me the most about MKX story mode is just that Sub-Zero's chapter is really just more pushing Cassie for Summerslam. Like, (laughs) Sub-Zero doesn't ever really get to
1: do anything in the game. There could have been a fix to that, though, because when uh he's basically stepping in to stop Kotal's army, they could have made that much more epic instead of yeah. Him they just could have put they
2: could have put his chapter there, like the part where they go to the uh, Lin Kuei Temple could have been. You know what? Sub Zero just could have had two
3: chapters. He had two chapters. <laughs> in nine. He's Sub Zero. <laughs> let's be real. Anything that is not Mortal Kombat Lin Kuei, the video game it's probably going to fail at showing us everything that Sub Zero gets up to. Yeah. It
2: would yeah take a t- like Sub Zero is to me the main character of this franchise. <laughs> so anytime Sub Zero's not on screen, people should be asking, Where's Sub Zero?
1: Oh, I was. He's he's just he's the most likable character too. Like, I just like the guy. I like spending time with the guy. He's just a very balanced character. And he makes everyone around him more interesting, but we just get so little of him.
3: Yeah. S- scene. Shao Kahn's War Room. So, where's Sub-Zero? You know he's not on
2: our side, right? Yeah, but he's just so <laughs> much fun to be around. <laughs> he's
1: so
3: dreamy. <laughs> Yeah, B- minus. To... <laughs> 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 okay. It's 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 a B plus for me. All right. Well, were we do we do numbers or letters? I think we're doing letters now. Okay. <laughs> I oh I've number. been switching back and forth. <laughs> okay. I, I am deliberately not consistent. <laughs> okay. It's a B plus or a seven point five for me it's a c it's a solid c for Man, me isn't isn't a 7.5 a c yeah i don't, I don't know school grading uh, 75
0: percent uh, is a c a b plus is average Now a b plus would be like an 8.7
3: 8.8 yeah okay so we're operating on also a 10 letter to 10 number scale here i'm just well, saying you, that's how it works to, in school what, why, why do, we the language? It's going to be letters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so B plus slash 80% Okay, 8 out of 10 that fair to you? Sure
0: Um, So for the game overall Because I think that was the story This is what I actually wrote down What everybody Rated it before So these were numbers, just so everybody's clear So the game overall Temp, what would you give it? Uh
3: that? What the hell kind <laughs> of Hellraiser <laughs> shit is going on over there? Hey Tim, how do you feel about I M- <laughs>
1: I wasn't ready for this question. Um, oh, the,
3: lament, the lament configuration oh. has been opened. Horrible <laughs> chains are coming out, and there's teeth my. letter grade is inside the puzzle box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll give it
1: a five. I want to give it so much lower, but I, like I said, if I take the hours I spent labbing and I average it together with my wins, I'll give it a five. Out of ten? <laughs> out of ten.
3: The voice gradually growing more demonic <laughs> with
1: everything? That's, that's a great grade.
2: Like, five out of ten is what I would give, like, Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof. I'm forgetting. For... Oh, oh! You mean the game? Oh, I thought. You... <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> like, game <first> overall.
3: Game <laughs> overall. So forgettable imagine. that they remember that terrible movie before they remember the game. <laughs> Chad, what would you rate the game? Uh, uh... Oh, before we move on, actually, <laughs> <laughs>
0: before you give your score. <laughs> I I do want to say what Temp rated it before, so we'll go person by person. So he gave it a five out of ten now. Back then, he gave it a six point five out of ten. So not too far.
3: Wow. Huh. All right. Seven. Seven from Moi. Okay. I would give it like a.
0: Hold on. So Shad. Okay. Shad gives it a seven out of ten. He gave it an eight point five at the time.
3: That sounds about right.
0: Razor. Like like an eight point five. Uh, back then you gave it between an eight and a nine, is what you said. So which would be Um, like an eight point five. So you've pretty much. So it hasn't really changed for me. I'm gonna go with seven. Back then I gave it an eight. So it's gone down a bit as I've realized more issues with it. Not too far. So yep, there you go. All of us went down for the most part. A little bit, not too much,
2: but. I, I weirdly was and still am the most positive on the game, I guess.
3: Yeah. I think presentation is just my biggest problem with it. The brown, the kind yeah. of pretty select screen, the lack of, to, for, well, to summarize things, purple and Outworld, you know? It just... It felt like I was in the dark minds of Kuatan for a lot of the game. You know? I just... It looks like a duck. It doesn't play like a duck. Am I making sense? Or is the alcohol already kicked in? Nope. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) On that note... I think um, a duck would have been better. So that's our re-review of Mortal Kombat X in the coming weeks. So we are less than two weeks away. Two weeks from now, I should say. We will have played it and we probably would have already recorded our podcast or be in the middle of recording our podcast. Crazy to think it's just two weeks. And so we want that to be episode 100, so that means we need to get two more episodes done before that. So we'll have to do one next Thursday, and then one additional one before the following Thursday. So as far as what we cover in those next two weeks, uh, we haven't decided yet. Obviously we'll do a last minute, I'm sure, get everything out there that we hope for or whatever before the lid comes off. But uh, yeah, so we'll figure it out. Um, One last time I will say, join the discord. You can join all the conversations and listen to us live and come play games with us. Come play some Mortal Kombat X. It's been fun, but uh, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. And on that note, take care.
1: Good night. Take care, everybody. Good night.